I got you. All right, we'll get started. Wait, Hold up. Sorry, my sorry. I keep having an issue with my laptop. Right. Well, why was the reason that we're being quiet? Because it's Ani sleeping. Oh, Ani is sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Do you have earphones in? I do have earphones in, but I'm okay. loud. Yeah, gotcha. I am loud. I am oh, a loud okay. individual. Okay, gotcha. So we can talk regularly, though. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait, if we're on speaker, then I need to be quiet, too. But if we're on earphones, then I can speak normally. He just can't scream. All right, we go. Although Michael is asleep, though, so I should probably be quieter, too. But I'm downstairs, so I'm like, eh, I can't really talk. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, uh, shit. I guess we got two weeks of, of assholishness to unleash on that on each other. What about two weeks of kindness? That's also fair. No kindness for you. <laughs> only, only despair. <laughs> All right, let me get this shit started. All right, three. Wait, which one are we doing first? Oh yeah, that's a great question. I'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the logic one. Okay. And then we bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, okay. bada, bada bing, bada boom. Okay. All right. A three, a two. Welcome to another episode of Between You and Me. We back, baby. Oh, we back. Cool. You know, you thought you got rid of us? No, you didn't. No, they you are didn't. not that fortunate. Yeah, sorry, not guys. Fortunate. Get rid of me. Um, we had to take a couple weeks off because life happens, man. That's it. Anyway, life has been happening for two life, straight weeks. Life's been happening, bro. But today we back with our music episode. Um, and today we're talking about Logic, who recently released an album, No Pressure. He just released an album called uh, No Pressure, which we might add is his final album. This is, is his retirement album. Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode is not only going to be, I guess you could say an album review, as well as just a review of how we view Logic um, as a person, as an artist, you know, uh, his career. Because whether we like it or not, he did a lot for the rap industry. And um, I feel like he, he played a pivotal role in kind of like bar bars. I mean, you look, he has some bars up in, up in his shows. Mm-hmm. There's quite does. a few Roots bars. I was very surprised. I heard multiple Roots bars. Yeah. It's very yeah. happy. Yeah, you were and happy? Simple. I was happy. I was happy with this. It was a good. So let's start off with you, Paul. You said you were happy with it. So, uh, what about the album? Um, please. In general. Yeah. Um, it felt like a back to roots type of thing for him. Mm. And like under pressure is still like my favorite Logic project. Shortly followed by uh, the incredible true story. Um, but I think under pressure was just like an album where he just really got it you know like he knew it worked for him he had the right beat production he had the right theming his rapping is obviously really on point my favorite song to this day at least in hip-hop is on that record called um called uh, metropolis mm-hmm. um now was un- under pressure was that his debut album question mark no no no, he's had several albums before that. Because the only reason why I asked that is because I looked him up on um, Spotify, and that was like the, I guess, earliest album that they had of his, and I wasn't sure. So I wanted to yeah. ask one of you two to make sure, because I, I forgot to Google it. How did you feel about the album, though, Mark? 
Um, I kind of feel very similarly to how Peach felt. Um, I think it's with Logic and his albums. I feel like it's enhanced how you how you feel, whether positive or negatively, is really much enhanced by how much you know about him. Um, and that is to say that he's had albums in the past, like Peach just mentioned, um, Under Pressure in particular, where that was like kind of his like coming to like at least the mainstream more. Um, and he's had other albums that have been really high. The idea of them have been really like high, high functioning, like very cerebral ideas, but the execution of them haven't been really that impressive a lot of the times. Like he's had, whether it's the Incredible True Story or um, what's the other one that I'm thinking of? The more the one that came That's right more after. That's more recent. That came right after Incredible True Story. Uh, not Bobby Tarantino. Um, no, neither of those. I'm thinking about um, the the one where the entire time he just speaks about being mixed. The entire album, everybody. That's the name of that album. Oh God, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, that was interesting. And um, <laughs> and it's and it's weird because he's he's definitely a type of artist that I feel like he's better when he's not trying to like not trying too hard to make a message, and yeah. in everybody it was like the entire album was just him trying to drive home the point of him being like a being a mixed race and like how that's complicated his life and everything and it's like don't get me wrong that's very that's that's a very good point to make and mm -hmm. it is something that has definitely you know colored every bit of his like experience in the industry but at the same time an entire album about it at least from Logic, wasn't exactly something that I was in, into very much. I prefer like Logic where he has some songs that are high, like high concept that are really interesting and trying to say something, but then also just a couple of like just stupid bangers that are just like, he's just like flowing with it. And I think this really does go a lot more to what I'm interested in, uh, this mm -hmm. album in particular. Yeah, I agree. Um, and this is like, I feel like he left everything on the line on this one. It was like, all right, this is my last album. Um, I'll give you some bars. And he even had a song that pretty much said, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Like, you want to hear a song about my life? Nigga, I go to the grocery store with my son, <laughs> buy diapers. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, is this what you want to hear? I scratch my balls. Yeah. <laughs> when shaking people's hands was just super dry. I was very upset. <laughs> I never like, want to be a Logic fan. In the how many store. fans sit down at, are sitting down to themselves right now? Was I that person? Was, was I, like, I the guy who he scratched his I, balls first and then shook, shook my hand? Uh, is this so i'm blessed <laughs> blessed i'm never washing this hand again <laughs> ain't that like Fuck when, corona uh, i ain't washing this hand ever again who who was the one that shook pearl's hand on spongebob and she never watched that shit again oh I, think it, I think it was pearl whatever i think it was, like, it was, was that a long tan and handsome guy yeah long tan and handsome <laughs> yeah yeah that the album overall though and i like the um I forget the name of the song, but he sampled the Erica Badu uh, yeah. song. That shit was a vibe, bro. That shit was a vibe in three quarters. Um, I think this is a good, like, um, a good last album. It's just like, but do you think this is his last album, though? So, it's it's kind of funny, though. Um, so, I don't, uh, Peach, I know you, you listen to the Incredible True Story. I don't know if you have as well, Elijah, but there is a point in that album where he like at the end he says that like that was his that was like two albums ago where he says the next one is going to be is his final one yeah essentially 
Um, and I think that would be referring to everybody, which is the album before this. And so if, in my opinion, at least the way I think about it, I'm like, if that wasn't, he kind of said that that would be his last album. And if it wasn't, <laughs> then I don't really know how much I trust him claiming that albums are his last album. He's like you the know? Brett Farber I, rap. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I wouldn't be surprised that, you know, it's his last one for now. Not to mention it, it was compounded by like, he made the announcement, um, his Twitch announcement at the same time. So that nope. would make it seem even big, like a bigger deal. Like I'm quitting rapping and I'm doing this now. Seems like a bigger deal than I'm just doing, I'm still rapping and I'm also doing this. So I feel like it's more of a promotional stunt than anything else. It's, at least that's how I read it. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, maybe he needs a break from rap. Because I can, I can understand like the pressures of, especially like, when you make the made the amount of music that he's made, because mm-hmm. I went I went back and listened to um, Under Pressure. That was a, that was the one before uh, the one of the older ones. I, I went back and listened to that um, a couple of days ago, and I forget what song it was. But the white girl was like, "Logic has made over seventeen hundred songs," and I'm like, "Bro, this is like several albums ago. This nigga has made a lot of music, and the mm-hmm. more music you make, and the more popular you get." the more people are going to want to criticize you and like the more you're going to be hesitant to even release music. So I can understand if you would want to uh, take a break from music. Um, so I, I think I'm with you. This might be like, I don't think it's the last album. Uh, what about you, Pete? I, I don't believe musicians that say they're not making music ever again. I, I just think that saying, it's not to say that he's lying, but I think like, like we talked about mental spaces and stuff before, I think he's just mentally exhausted from hip hop, especially since he's a pop rapper, Mm -hmm. you know, like not, not that he's pop, but like, you know what I mean? Like he's a more mainstream um, artist. So he has a lot more expectations on him to perform well, than perform more, I honestly perform better than most of his peers. And he takes a lot of this up personally. Like he speak, he speaks a lot on it, on the album and on interviews like surrounding the album where he took a lot of people's criticism to heart. And even if it was somebody that he's never talked to, you know, like there'd be some like hip hop peers that he would listen to and he would get depressed about it. He'd be like, I don't feel part of this community. I don't feel, you know, like, I feel like I always got to prove myself. And that's exhausting after, after how many um, projects you have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, even, even Joe Budden yeah. came out his neck too. Joe yeah. Budden, like, I, I, Joe, Joe was being Joe. Yeah, Joe was he, being Joe. He I apologized. But like, that's the thing. Like, in things like, and people like Joe, they say stuff like that. It may not be consciously because I'm sure if you ask him like up front, like he wouldn't say this. But I know that in that industry, like where you're doing like radio and podcasting, sometimes they say shit to be hot takes. You know what I mean? Like. They don't hold back, or I, I should say, they don't. They don't consider the person's feelings when they say this, when they say those comments, because they know it's for content. Yeah. You know, and yeah, they can go back and apologize, but even that's for content because people yeah. are going to want to see them apologize. So, like, I don't. And Logic has always been in a weird position because, like you said, that one, that previous album, you know, where he was talking about his mixed um, story and upbringing which I, I resonate with because I, I'm a part of that, but he's also a more light-skinned, mixed person. Like, he can pass off as white. 
Mm. You know, so a lot of people in hip hop don't really want to hear that because they just think it's a white boy that can rap well. And that's not the case. And honestly, it's up to logic to take that seriously or not. Because if you keep trying to prove yourself, they're never going to accept you, dude. Like, it's just, that's why you just got to rap. I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's taking this step now to kind of take a step back. He has another revenue stream, so it's fine. But it's just, I feel like he needs to take a break and then he'll probably make music later when he's more relaxed and around friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are even points in the album itself where he, you can tell that it's, you know, it's this type of lifestyle has been wearing on him. I mean, that's the one thing I you have to at least give credit to Logic for, regardless of what album it is. He definitely does put how he's feeling right now in the moment into the album. 100%. Like, he definitely doesn't sugarcoat anything. It's kind of obvious a lot of the time. Uh, and and, and um, even going back to the Milo episode, when uh, Milo said, like, sometimes you got to walk away from a project. Um, I, forget, I, th- I forget if it was under pressure or no pressure, but... Um, apparently, like, most of the album was done within two weeks, right. and then um, it ended up ultimately taking a year, because I guess he just had to step away from the pressures of it, so, like, Logic, even though he feels the pressure from his fans and from other people, he doesn't feel the pressure to release the music, if that makes sense, and I, I respect that, because you don't want to release a shitty product. No. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, I mean, even outside of, like, the quality of the product, he's also been um accused in the past of doing you wouldn't say like doing more than just emulating other people's sounds like mm-hmm. a lot of people have made comments about how they think how they feel like he's copying the sounds or the the um of other rappers or emulating them too strongly to the point where it's like he's just trying to pass yeah. it off as his own and you know he it. never says he's trying to do that but like you can't stop people from having that impression and i imagine even like accusations like that really weigh on him too right 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 now let's get to the big the important topic about <laughs> logic all right <laughs> we went to a logic concert you remember this more you, we went to a logic mm-hmm. concert a couple of years ago I wasn't at a Logic concert a few years ago. You might have worked it though. It was at. Um... Oh yeah, career great. I worked it. <laughs> you were there. You were there. You. Oh were... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Was yeah. it the one at um, at in BB&T? Yeah. It was at BB&T. I think you were yeah. there, or maybe you were at a Logic concert. I feel like we I worked a separate you. Logic concert. That was a separate concert. I feel like. Oh. I worked because you... the Logic concert I worked at was at um, Festival Pier. Okay, so you might not have been there. You were there in spirit because you're the homie and we take your spirit everywhere we go. Remember this nigga pulled out a fucking Rubik's Cube in like mid-song? Yeah, yeah. And then this nigga, after the Rubik's Cube, he, what did he pull out, Smash Bros? Yeah, uh, I was like some, I feel like it was like Street Fighter. Or, or Street Fighter. But yeah. How, how, do you, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, we're doing I it during seen, concert. Yeah. <laughs> I had seen him in Baltimore and he took out, uh, what did he do then? Oh, he had Mario Kart. Um, seems to be like his, his go-to type thing, um, I guess, to try to make it, uh, you know, try to seem like he's more part of like the crowd and the audience and like let everyone know, like, I'm just a nerd like you guys. I play and watch, I play video games and watch TV too. I'm just like you, <laughs> Skipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I mean, I will admit, Logic is not afraid to be different. Um, no, no, but, and, but it's it's just, and I imagine it's really frustrating with him because, like, him being different 
does get labeled as, you know, I'm going to say the C word now, corny. Like, mm. and it's hard to define what does being a corny rapper really mean. And a lot of times I feel like it means being like too pop. Sometimes it's like the quality of the content. And sometimes it's just like people being like, that's like kind of like a, a negative derogatory thing people say towards you just because they don't like how popular of a rapper you are or like you're a rapper that mostly white people are interested in so they say so the word corny like is kind of like an all-encompassing term for that type of thing mm-hmm. yeah shit i mean i wouldn't call him corny for i wouldn't go on my way to do more but that is like a popular complaint about logic yeah, yeah it's yeah. like they just don't want to hear it and that's the thing like the most the thing i hear about him especially like when i was listening to joe was like they don't want to hear that from logic mm. you know like that story which is a shame right because that, like, that's his story so what do you mean you don't want to hear it from him yeah you know what i mean like everyone the whole thing about hip-hop is that anyone can do it it's from all cultures you know it's all around the world right now you know so like to tell somebody i don't want to hear your story is like really insulting because you're not even commenting on the quality of music right you're literally only you're literally only talking about like oh i just don't like it because i don't like him yeah so i'm like so like what does this even mean like and it, it's funny because like you have to i feel like it only makes sense to contrast this or compare it with um with eminem's story kind of and it's interesting because like eminem is you know he's a he's a white rapper which you know right off the bat doesn't sound like it's something that will be like that people will be particularly interested in hearing your story but he's also like a white rapper that can't that comes from like a background where he doesn't have money and he's from detroit so it's like if there was any type of white rapper that people would be interested in hearing their story, it's you because you're not an affluent white person. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. a white person from the street, like from the streets, like you still know the struggle, even if your skin is a different color. Whereas it, today, if we have white, if, if M, like if we had a, if we have white rappers like Yeezy or other yeah. that like clearly did not grow up with the struggle. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine a, a world people, where Russ is it. I can't imagine a world where Russ exists. The logic is corny. I just, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. I literally can't. Motherfuckers it's just, grew up in a mansion. Hit you up, my gat. Hit you with a baseball bat. What? Go hop in your ball, Tanner. Go. You talking? It just seems like there are a lot of different factors that go into people wanting to like. Like, I feel like people with hip hop and rap are very defensive a lot of the time. It's like. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like anyone can do it, but why are you doing it though? Yeah. They're really um, about preservation. Um, you know, but only when it's selective, right? It's just, it's extremely selective preservation of cultures and like what should be done in the genre. Mm-hmm. And it's just really frustrating sometimes because you have some really talented people that, you know, are honestly just getting the cold shoulder yeah, just because shit like that mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it kind of comes down to people feeling like it's like like mute like artistic gentrification you know like yeah. as though like these white people are in here moving in on our space where we're trying to do our thing and make our music and i i feel like i'm my problem with that is that gentrification and it's generally speaking is a 
I feel like something that is bad because it makes it so that people who are already in that space can't continue to live there. Um, people who have who have culturally or like at who have grown up in that space can't continue to live there. But when it comes to this, like, sure, there are white people moving in on things that are typically seen as like as more like things that like people of color typically do. But it's not mm -hmm. stopping anyone from continuing to make music that's already of color. You know, these are just more. This is just like more talent added to the to the pool, and that's so never a bad thing. Should be I more feel. seen as competition, more than anything. It's can't be like, oh, he's white. I can't rap no more. Damn it! I gotta retire. This Kino's taking over. I'm not allowed to rap anymore. <laughs> <I can't laughs> the rap game's over. The rapity rap is done. <laughs> now the white stun took rap. You know what Damn I'm it! Saying? First God. it was jazz, and now this. <laughs> Golly, yeah. They already trying to, They already snatching R and B from us. What the hell else do we oh, have? What can I think of? <laughs> What's next? The <laughs> NFL? God damn it! It's all a personal vendetta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... yeah. Yeah. Overall, though, um, logic, logic. If you're listening, sir, thank you. For, thank you for your service. For your service. <laughs> um, that 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 one song you came out with. Uh, with the suicide about suicide, yeah. I feel like that helped a lot of heads. You were real one. <laughs> helped a lot of bodies out here. Yeah. So yeah. You Though were, you were... do do some questionable things, though, and I <laughs> will call I will call you on this right now. I've yeah. never heard like I, the idea of ma writing a book and then making a soundtrack to go with your book. That's weird. <laughs> like huh. I don't, and it was, and I don't personally felt like feel like it worked but then again i didn't read the book so maybe if i listened to the soundtrack while i read the book i would have been interested but i just listened to the soundtrack and i was like i don't feel this but, <laughs> Not why? but why i mean why was my question while i listened to it <laughs> logic we need look look we have a segment called what's it like and we need you on for answers sir you might be one of our four viewers. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. Logic just tunes in. That shit would be crazy. Um, nah, I guess it's wing time. Uh, yeah, it's right? not wing time. All right, bet. Um, let me see. Let me. I'm like replaying it out in my head. You know what I'm saying? Yo, speaking of wings, I heard Landmark don't have specials right now. They don't have specials anymore. They ain't got special for you, nigga. That's cr wow. <laughs> oh, I hope you wake up bald, nigga. Damn. Oh, I got a bun now. Oh, hold on. Let me turn off my virtual. Why your head so long for you? Like a fucking sensu beam. Stop <laughs> eating on me. Stop eating. Stop eating. What you have to do with my Call pinto beam, boy. Yeah. That nigga's yeah, heavy. You look like a honey hey. bun. Yeah, son. Wait, wait, turn to the side. We gotta see the. Oh, I was, wow. You know what's crazy, though? Yeah, I do, I do I like that. I do like that. That is really cool, yeah. actually. I'll yeah. give you I'll give you that. You give I me respect, the bun? Yeah, you, you might have, my bun. You might have That's the last look. compliment you get out of us. That's the last one you get, honey. <laughs> That's all bun. I need. That's all like you a, get, honey bun. You look like a garbanzo <laughs> bean, and you look like a. I look like a sensu bean, boy. Ki kidney bean. I'd be saving people. <laughs> you look like Sandy's lungs when she didn't get enough airhead. Let me start. Right. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's your problem? <laughs> that's still that's still how I picture my kidneys to this day. Yo, facts. 
That shit just. I said, "Yo, that shit crazy." <laughs> um, um, speaking of crazy, I'll give this album. I'll give this album three non uh, three landmark wings, but it's not. It's on a Friday. It's not a Saturday. And for those who don't know, landmark has all you can eat wings on Saturday, so it's not like you're getting wings in rotation. They're non-rotated wings. <laughs> non-rotated wings. Whatever that. I means. only eat wings non-rotated. <laughs> so, so for me, um, this is the. I would say this is like as far as albums proper go. I'd probably put it third, like okay. kind of like Peach said. I I would put it after, um, under pressure, and the incredible true story, um, yeah. and then I'd put this one. I'd put this one um, after that. Um, I haven't thought about it, including like the um, his other projects that have also like like the make like mixtapes yeah. and stuff. I haven't really thought about it, including those. But I'd say it's probably his third best album as far as I. Yeah, I'd say third. But I think the other I two are a, a good amount better. I really, I mean, I really like the incredible true story and under pressure is really good. Yeah. Um. So I'd probably give yeah. it three flats. Yeah. And a drum. Okay. Yeah. Drumming a bit. I'll give them. I give them like two flats. Oh no! I'll give them two flats and two drums. But like the one drum has like a little crown on it because. Go ahead, King. Mental health. You know. Do your thing. Like okay. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm, I'm happy for him, dude. I'm like, yeah, go ahead and yeah. make your money, dude. Because like he he's been doing the gaming channel for a while, so it's like it's yeah. not like it's a new thing for him. So like if he if he can get paid well to do that, you yeah. only got to make music, dude. Like you just stay at home, play games, you know, hang out with your friends. Like that's probably the, the best deal he could ask for right now. Thanks. You know? Thanks. And he could still make music on the side. Yeah, and no pressure. Like you say, he has a whole nother <laughs> No stream. pressure. Like, no, you see what I did there? Yeah, I saw that. I saw right, that. Good. It was an accident. It was an accident, but it worked. <laughs> I'm gonna edit this part out so the fans don't know it was an accident. But um I think that does it for this episode. Um we we're yeah. Oh, where we at? Follow us on okay. Here we go. It's been okay. two weeks. So oh, I gotta, okay. okay. Okay, King. All right, we stretched it out. It's been a couple of weeks since I did that. Fusion Ha. Follow us on no, Facebook fan page. <laughs> Yo, Paul, I saw the funniest shit. Um, it was like uh, TN and uh, Vegeta, they fuse, mm-hmm. and they turn into Hiei from Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's just hilarious. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Between You and Me. We missed y'all. We back at it like crack addicts. Um, you can follow us on our Facebook fan page. You can follow us on our Facebook fan page. Just type in between you and me. It'll pop up. We have, we have an Instagram as well. Just follow us. Just type in between you and me official. And we're going to be up on there. Uh, follow us on our Twitter at between you and me too. Like the poop. And you can listen to us on really any streaming platform. Um... You got Spotify, um, you got SoundCloud, uh, you got Podbean, whatever you want to listen to us. Also, we got the YouTube video as well. So we give you the option. If you don't want to see our faces, which I don't know why you wouldn't, I get it. My I'm, my video is grainy as fuck. You can count the pixels. I understand. So <laughs> if you don't want to watch the video, you can listen to the audio. Um, we Actually, so on the, we'll talk about it later. But either way, we're on YouTube too. Appreciate the support. 
Toodle fucking Lou. Um, Tata. Bon voyage. Tata for now. Tata for now. I'm about to start another call, guy. Arriva Derla. 